morning, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. It's Mondays with Mike. And Mary. And I'm Mike. And I'm Mary. And that's why it's called <laughs> Mondays with Mike and Mary. Oh, boy. If this is your first visit to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're coming back, thank you so much. Floyd has always said it's always an honor to get invited, but to get invited back. We love our listeners, and thank you for subscribing and sharing this with your friends. As you know, our purpose our mission, our crusade, if you will, is to preserve and protect and promote this wonderful thing called the Wickman Legacy, which is more than just a body of work. It's a way of life. It's a way of doing real estate and sales and a way of growing your character. So we always begin by thanking Floyd for all that he's given us, especially the principles behind our R-squared coaching format. And every week we do parade of techniques, here's what's working, and ask the experts, here's what's not working for me, and if you could give me advice, what would it be? I seem to have a, a theme going through a lot of my ask the experts this week. Now, a lot of the answers tended to be, go into whatever it is that's been bothering you with a plan. Much better to have a plan than not have a plan. Neat. I, I don't think I even heard that once. Isn't that crazy how a theme keeps reappearing? I did have a recurring theme, though, and I can't wait to tell you about it today. Great. Well, my favorite parade of techniques, or the one that I thought will help the most people the most, has to do with preparing a home for sale. Huh. Now, I know a lot of sellers are reluctant to come on the market now, and one of the excuses they're using is we want to fix it up first or spruce it up first. And then there's the people at the other end of the spectrum who uh, missed that HGTV show, Hoarders, and uh, need to see that. So the, the plan was have a team of people that you use. And that would include things like, obviously, a stager, but a cleaner as well. Some kind of crew that you trust to go in and really prepare a home to be showing clean, not living in clean. I've got clients that have developed relationships with a whole series of providers like that, many of whom are willing to postpone their the payment until the closing. The uh, one particular one I heard was to build a network of people like this who are painters, plumbers, glazers, regrouters, electricians, the ones who can really make a home showable, marketable, saleable, as Floyd likes to say. And you focus on this along with, here's what we do to market your house, and then it really does become a system and not a gamble. If you go in with a plan, this, this one particular student who has this network says, I send them a lot of business. So whatever they're doing, when I call, they drop it and they run and help me out. And uh, she uses a stager to go in even before she takes the listing. And boy, that gets her every listing just about that she wants. Well, that's good as long as you're not postponing getting the signature. You know, it's one thing to wait till the house is market ready mm -hmm. to put the house on the market in the MLS. But boy, I sure recommend getting a signature at the first opportunity so you don't lose out later on. And the stager 
was the answer to the Ask the Experts question. Oh, really? Because it was like a theme, okay? <laughs> and the question was, how do I break the bad news to a seller whose home is not showing ready? That's It's actually so unmarketable <laughs> that people are going to run away screaming, you know, from it. How do you... How do you break the news to them without offending them? And boy, some great answers. One of which was to send the stager in, you know, but to have a plan, have a, a group to, uh, to do a deep clean, use that phrase, deep clean for selling the difference from showing it and living in it, uh, like the white glove inspection. Someone else suggested, show them some sold photos of really clean homes that sold that'll get them uh, you know aware of what they have to do and uh, the buyers they're saying have very little imagination mostly because of HGTV <laughs> you know we have to bring buyers into a home virtually before we bring them in actually and you know the old Floyd saying everyone pays for maintenance you either pay for it while you own it or you pay for it in order to sell it. Offer cleaning services. Because in some cases, they might be overwhelmed with all of this. And someone else said, and I really love this, a $100 fix in the buyer's mind is a is $1,000. So they always inflate what it's going to take to bring their house up to what they want. And a lot of them are spoiled by this HGTV thing. That's what they think all homes are going to be like. And they're not. We live in the real world. So how do you break it to a seller? Using a third party. That was the best advice. And the third party could include a stager, but it could include also that whole uh, network of people that you've built who bring a home up to marketability to move in condition. You know, there's three factors that are going to determine what your house sells for. Price, location, and condition. We can't do anything about the location. But here's, here's the price as is. Here's the price move in. Which price do you want? You know, and I've got a team that will create a system, not a gamble, for bringing your home up to market price. Well, that's pretty awesome. And we need listings, that's for sure. In fact, our skill level frequently determines whether we can land that listing, too. So the Pareto technique that I had chosen to share with everyone this week was someone who has been doing 590-10s. And I think we've talked about that before, haven't we, Michael? 590-10. Right, 90 minutes of prospecting, preceded with, with a partner by five minutes of conversation. Are you ready? Who are you going to call? And what's the opposite of preceded? Followed by... Followed by, yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes of results. Comparing notes. Yeah. How many numbers did you dial? How many conversations did you have? What your results are? 5, 90, 10. The ultimate prospecting formula to get yourself to do the prospecting because you got a partner going through it at the same time. By well, the way, remember those numbers. It's not 5, 15, 10 or 5, 30, 10. It's that 90-minute block in there. You can do anything for 90 minutes. Come on. Especially if you have the right partner, someone that you respect, that you like and respect, and you know they're doing it at the same time. Well, anyway... The parade of techniques I wanted to share today was one of our students who took that same concept and said, what if we practiced our dialogues for 90 minutes? 
So what if we got together and decided what dialogues we needed the most help on and then role played for 90 minutes together. And so she's been doing that with the same partner two weeks in a row. They worked last week on their listing presentation. Um, and then they came back this week and did it again after working on improving their listing presentations. And just watching each other, listening to each other and seeing the differences, spotting how they spent the time, what visuals they used inspired both of them to improve their listing presentations by the following week. I thought that was pretty clever. Very. Yeah. And you know, 59010 is a system to help you do more of what you can't make yourself do, no matter what it is, by getting an accountability partner, someone who's going through the same shared misery that you are. That's so, so it would work for cleaning the garage? Yeah, or cleaning <laughs> the office or working out or... Literally anything that you have difficulty making yourself do enough of. Getting your taxes done. Aye, yeah, <laughs> that too. All right. So I do also have an Ask the Experts question. And I was telling you earlier that there was a common theme. I had three different uh, calls this past Friday where the same question came up, and that was about multiple offers. How do you beat out the other multiple offers when you are bringing the buyer in the door. What are the tips, what are the little secrets that you can use to make sure that your offer is the one that's selected? I had a student last week that was the listing agent and had 13 offers to present wow. to her seller. And how do you do a good job making sure that the seller chooses the right one? And gee, after that, wouldn't you feel awful if the buyer you chose got cold feet and walked? Um, so what are the what are the little tricks of the trade? And I even had a student last week that won three times in a multiple offer situation in the last two weeks, and not because she had the highest offer. Nice. I know. Want to know what she did? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, I've got a potpourri of answers here, so I'm going to rattle off a series of, of little things that people are doing and trying. And this is from the collective brain power of. Uh, three different R-squared calls this past Friday. Wow, potpourri. Wasn't that a Jeopardy category? That could be. Yeah. And you would know. So here's one. Uh, eliminate closing costs. Just clutters up your offer. Make your offer as easy and uh, uncomplicated as possible. Here's one. Make a promise to the listing agent that your offer will be smooth, that you will do your share of the work, that your buyers are not going to get cold feet, that this is going to be the smoothest transaction they've ever had. We, of course, have been telling our, our selling agents to have the buyer include a letter along with their offer sure. for at least a decade. But with a new little twist on that, ensure that the letter contains emotion. And one agent said, you don't really even know if the seller will ever see the letter. So their buyer got creative and hand-delivered the letter to the seller. Wow. So slide it in their door. You know, if you don't have time to make sure the post office delivers it, and of course, it would not be advisable to open their mailbox because I think that's a federal offense. Probably. But you could slide it in their door, in their screen door, or under their doormat. Um, call the listing agent in advance. Befriend them. Compliment them. Ask 
What does the seller want? What's important to them? What kind of timing are they looking for? Have the lender call the listing agent and uh, assure the listing agent that you've got a strong buyer. Um, and then two really neat, I think, um, uh, clauses that you can include is an escalation clause. You know, so this is pretty common, uh, especially in two or three of the markets that I heard about this past week. You know, this buyer's offer um, will increase by $1,000 or any amount, of course, $1,000 over all other bona fide offers. Uh, another thought you could do is a appraisal protection. And I heard it called both appraisal protection and appraisal guarantee. Come up with some good wording now. Might have to fuss a little bit about that. But um, here was one person's wording. Buyer will pay X number of dollars over appraised value up to the offer price. Someone else said it this way. Purchase price will be $2,000 over appraised value up to, and then fill in an amount, $230,000, for example. And as you're writing these addendums, being cognizant of the fact that once you come up with words that you like, you should probably keep them. <laughs> so perhaps using Google, Draw, Google Docs to store addendum verbiage so you don't have to come up with it and recreate the wheel every single time you need it. And then last but not least, seller to select closing date between blank date and blank date. That's a nice one. Yeah, I like it. A new little wrinkle. I know. Yeah, I remember when we fishboned this at the last Master Sales Academy. I, I mean, remember too. The most recent Master Sales Academy. Right. Because we're having another one. May 20th and 21st. I hope everyone's coming. Can't wait to see everyone. By the way, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this with your friends and your colleagues and get them to uh, subscribe. And we'll talk to you next Monday. Thanks, everybody.